This WebmasterRadio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. AFCON 2010, where affiliates always attend for free. June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Make your plans now to be at the most affordable, informative, interactive trade show anywhere. Haven't made your plans to join us? Then it's time to act fast. We have secured a limited number of hotel rooms at the fabulous Hyatt Regency Convention Center Hotel, the official host hotel of AFCON 2010. Book your reservations at our exclusive AFCON 2010 special rate by going to bit.ly slash cheap hotel. That's bit.ly slash cheap hotel. These rooms are guaranteed to be sold out fast. Remember, AFCON 2010 is giving you two days of back-to-back sessions, keynote presentations, exhibit access, and incredible nighttime networking for free. Plus, we're giving you unbelievable room specials for a limited time. Book your rooms now by going to bit.ly slash Jeep Hotel. AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates. June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Register today at AFFCOM2010.com. That's AFFCOM2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers... Open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is the is none other than the John Carcutt, Director of Organic search for MediaWiz. <laughs> none, <Mr>. none other. <laughs> <laughs> there is no, uh, no one else, that's for sure. What's, what's going on up there in Canada? What you... <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, did I tell you? Did I tell you I'm actually coming up to Canada at the end of July? But I'm going to be on the on, over on Ontario side. I'm going to a classic rock music festival. I can't wait to get up there. Ah. Were you going to go see like the Who and all that or what? It's. I wish I had the list in front of me. It's like Leonard Skinner, Hart, Ted Nugent, Alice Cooper, Kansas. It's like all these great classic rock bands all in one weekend festival. I'm just dying wow. up there. Yeah, I have to grow the mullet. Yeah, I've, I've got I've got a hat with one built in. I'll probably wear. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly sure how the mullet connects, but it just seems to <laughs> get feather the hair and you know all that fun stuff. Nice. Uh, yeah, that sounds like to be a good time. It's too bad you're on the other side of the continent, but <laughs> you can drive over. Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, last show we talked a bit about uh, the Eric Enga interview with Matt Cutts, and, and there was a ton left we didn't get to. And uh, we just actually tried to replay a bit of what we did last time because we weren't 100% sure what we covered. I, I crossed out most of it, but we apologize in advance if there's anything we quickly cover again. Um, but we are going to leave uh, start where we left off. So... That was 302s, do not flow PR. So essentially, uh, that 
it, you can't get much more straight than that, do you, can you? Um, that was something Matt Cutts said, that if you use a 302 re- redirect, um, which is often the case for advertisements, um, that does not flow PR. Uh, which is a, it's a good it's a good tip. I mean, like uh, I was saying here in our notes, not a huge surprise at least to uh, SEO. Yeah, it's uh, one of, it's one of those things we kind of knew and we really did know, but it's like nice to hear it. So we can, yeah. we have something to point to now if if a client pushes back and says, "What do you mean?" We say, "Well, it says right here." Read yeah. this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and its clients love us for doing that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Matt cut said no. Um, <laughs> if we have to go to that range, we're we're really not that much that respected. I don't think. Right. Um, yeah. So that's that's important. Um, I one ac- thing. I actually Facebook, I actually uh, ran, ran across an instance this week where I'm recommending 302s for the first time. I think in my career, I'm actually recommending someone do a 302 redirect instead of a 301. And just just kind of a side note here, that they they're building a a new site and the, they have a front end and a back end and the back end is it's a secure banking system and it, it, there's all kinds of legal reg, regulations and structures and things they have to deal with and they're building the back end first but they have to put it on HTTPS so. In the meantime, they're asking, well, can we put our regular site on HTTPS2 because it would be a headache for have, to have the two different ones while we're developing. And, and that's an instance. If they're, if they're going to put the, the main site on HTTPS temporarily, I said, yes, but we have to do 302 redirects instead of 301s. So when you switch it back to the normal, it, it's going to you know, switch back much cleaner. You haven't lost all that weight. So I just found it interesting. For, I've been doing this forever, and it's the first time I actually found a really good use and, and where I recommended using 302s. Excellent. Well, I was uh, actually speaking at the BC Social Media Summit just uh, two nights ago. It was great. It was a uh, fundraiser for uh, the Canadian Cancer Society, which was, which was kind of a, a nice add-on to help out of it. But one of the things I had to research, it was all about SEO and its implications to social media. Uh, my, my angle was, anyway. And I was looking into Facebook just out of curiosity, and, and uh, again, this is no surprise to people who have already done this research, but I'm not a social media guy, so it was intriguing to me to find out that business pages on Google, all links on them going out, all external links going from your, your, your business page on, on Google outwards, uh, this is Facebook, I should say, um, are all 302. So there's really not a lot of juice there. Um, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Facebook is like a black hole. I mean, yeah. from from an SEO standpoint and and link building standpoint and API standpoint and what you can do with it from from an external, it's a black hole. I mean, there's a lot of great stuff going on inside there, but none of it escapes. The walled garden. I yeah, hate the, I hate that it is too. And the most user unfriendly walled garden I've ever experienced. Yeah. Such. Um, uh, anyways, it, it was intriguing. Now that's said if we were all sitting around a table would we really like as seos and we're talking frankly do we really believe that google's going to treat those 100 as zero two still you know if they got a lot of links going out they're going to go this is from your facebook business page a lot of people are linking to it you're linking off we're going to say okay there's a certain amount of, of decay or not decay, but a certain amount of pr that's being passed that's true I mean, the pages, the pages themselves are getting indexed, the, the, the business pages and profile pages and the groups, are, they're getting indexed, and, and in some cases, you can get them ranked fairly well. So you're right. I mean, Google is handling these pages, and like Wikipedia or some of these other high-profile sites, they can say they're no-followed, they can say they're 302, but they're still going to deal with it. You're right. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure 
I think that's probably why, uh, in a lot of cases, Google just calls these hints. Mm-hmm. You know? you know? oh, yeah. Because I mean, in some certain circumstances, they don't really want to listen to, um, is it Zuckerberg with Facebook? Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg, yeah. yeah. You don't really want to listen to those guys who, who are trying to keep a walled garden. When they're exposing stuff, they're exposing stuff. It's not like we're putting a 302 in them. They're forcing it on us. So you would think that Google would sort of nullify that to some degree. Right. That's it. You know, if we're following the, the letter of the law. Those links do not flow PR. Have you, uh, hey, Ross, have you, have you seen a lot of people trying to use Facebook as a spam tool? I mean, because maybe it's a really good methodology for Facebook to help reduce people trying to use them to spam. Yeah, because I, I, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I haven't either. I haven't seen a lot of people using Facebook as a spamming tool. Maybe I'm, not looking, maybe I'm just not looking in the right place. I'm sure it happens here and there. But. Yeah, let's not give them any ideas. Yes, I didn't say a thing. <laughs> um, now, I'm but, fairly, I take, but I am taking notes. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Uh, I'm fairly certain we touched on this in the last time, but um, uh, do you want to take the next one? Oh, but the canonicals, the canonical tag. Um, it can, the, in, this, in the interview, Matt was kind of referencing, I don't know if it was Eric or Matt that was referencing, that um, canonicals people are using as, and this is a quote, a poor man's 301 redirect. So since they opened up, from, from what you tell me, Ross, even before they opened up the canonicals to cross-domain canonical um, consolidation, that once you can go cross-domain, people are using it as a 301 redirect. If they can't get an actually build or create real 301 redirects, they do the canonical take, and it kind of it does the same thing. Right, and you know what? That refreshed my memory that we did talk about this last time, so uh, we should skip through this. Um, but yeah, again, they're hints, not directives, um, and, and I thought that was important. Uh, now, the one thing, we did touch on parameters last time, but uh, I want to make sure, again, that this is noted. The ignore parameter setting in your Google Webmaster Tools is essentially a 301 of sorts. So if, if, you're, if you're saying um, ignore this particular parameter, um, it's it's like a canonical. It's 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 rooting that um, URL so that it, it now looks like the other one or or so on. But but it's almost like a server side instead of a, a page side, correct? So yeah. they're doing it in their back end. You're not doing it on your front end. Precisely. So between all of these tools, you can really whittle down any kind of duplicate content. So and again, there is no penalty for duplicate content. It's just. I guess the only penalty, quote unquote, is that the content doesn't get as much exposure. And it's that's a, not good. So. Yeah, it's a filter. It filters out too much content. If it's if it's if it's done wrong, you filter out stuff you don't want filtered out. Um, if it's done correct, the stuff you want to show is the stuff it's going to show. Um, but, but actually, it it brings up a question though, because during the same interview, there was you know everybody was talking about the fact that Matt said three hundred ones, and we and we talked about this last time. You end up your PR. You know, 301 is decayed over time or even more immediately. If the, if the ignore parameters is seen as a 301, does that, and it does a 301, does that cause any owner effect that causes any kind of decay in uh, authority or link juice? That's a good point. I would say it's likely not. 
Yeah. Uh, it's done on Google's side. Uh, I, I'd be surprised if it did. I would too, but it's it's interesting that they use that as an example of essentially a 301. So that opens up a whole new can of worms because 301s do all kinds of different things than you would expect from just ignoring a parameter. Now, uh, one thing um, we should just jump into here uh, before we go into the next bit um, is that the uh, as of today, uh, it's, it's now known, this is on search engine land, uh, now known that Google has incorporated page speed into its algorithm. So it's live. Uh, that's pretty cool. A, that's fun. And we, <laughs> page speed is extremely interesting, and it's going to catch a lot of people off guard. So, yeah. So and, when they, and I haven't read that article yet, so I'm going to go run and read that. Um, but when they say it's live, they say they're just saying okay, it's live, or that it's it's gradually it's been gradually being adopted, or was it like a switch? Boom! Now it's on. Do we know? It's a quote to quote Matt McGee, who wrote the article. Um, he says that um, if if you were going to be impacted, you already have. It's been out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. There's a link for you now. Um, it's on the home front page right now of, of uh, Search and Land. Now, of course, everyone, uh, just so you know, we are recording this on Friday, so yeah. it's probably going to be old news by the time you read this or listen to this, I should say. But it's um, it's still good news. I think I think page yeah. is a brilliant idea, and if you got on this soon enough, you certainly had a lot of warning. Um, it's a big a big improvement. We have uh, at Step Forth, we did some major changes, major, and we've brought our 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 our, our time way down. For page speed, so we're feeling pretty yes. good about that. But uh, did you see? You know. Did you see any any shift in to terms you're trying to rank for when you did that? Uh, you know, honestly, I haven't looked. Um, and <laughs> frankly, that, our site is 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 not optimized very well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to talk to Brasco and get him to edit that part out. Ross, come on. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I've been waiting for someone to call me it, on it. The yeah, fact is, it's it's the whole cobbler's kids, the shoes for the cobbler's kids thing. Yeah. And it's an embarrassingly bad excuse, uh, <laughs> but it's fact. Uh, it's fact. I've got the business. I'm busy making my clients happy uh, versus my own site. I'm more focused right now these uh, on our pitches and stuff, and, and there's a lot to be done. So, um, you know, before we move on, first of all, we should talk maybe a bit more about PageSpeed when we get back. We're, we're just going to take a quick break. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. How would you like to not ever have to deal with a gatekeeper again? Can't find the direct contact for the decision maker? Stop calling the main directory. Because now there's Lead Researcher from eGrabber, the one-stop source for finding contact information online. eGrabber finds email addresses or lets you find people with their email address. Just look up a company name and eGrabber gives you a complete list of names, IDs, email addresses, and phone numbers that you need fast. Think of the time that you'll save with Lead Researcher. Learn more about Lead Researcher at www.egrabber.com slash WMR. That's egrabber.com slash WMR. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is admedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. 
Ad Media tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything Ad Media can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. Ad Media, strong ROI made simple. If yes, yo, pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Ready to start? You can do it a couple ways. 866-XY7-PAYS. It's toll free. Tell me what you're waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. Inbox, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, the director of organic search for MediaWiz. I've got to edit all my script here. Uh, <laughs> fancy pants. Um, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Uh, we were just discussing some of uh, uh, the Eric Enga interview with Matt Cutts, and we then jumped quickly into the latest news that Google's algorithm, at least in the state side, I think it's uh, Google.com has implemented the page speed uh, consideration into its algorithm. So if your site's super low, uh, load super slow, you're going to start to feel it. Actually, I, I saw one kind of funny joke on Twitter. Someone saying, "Oh man, the Tribune screwed." <laughs> <laughs> nice. There are some really clunky sites out there. I'm really glad they've done this. Yeah, and it's interesting too that it's focusing just on page speed because I personally believe there's a, a large chunk of the caffeine is already implemented. I know I don't think it's going to be like the Florida update where there was like all of a sudden everything changed. They've been rolling this out gradually for months now, um, since, yeah. probably since February, and because yeah. because I'm seeing a lot of shifts in ranking based on content freshness of content, um, and I've already started seeing page speed as well. But now this confirms that. Excuse me. Um, it, it's it's going to be literally. It won't be long. I'm, I'm saying by the end of this month, they're going to declare caffeine is fully active. Somebody will. Maybe Matt totally. will write another article. <laughs> yeah, and and, and and I think it's kind of funny that it, it seems to me like part of their 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 ride over Google is is getting this stuff out there and seeing how many people actually notice it. And they put it out there as subtly as possible so they can finally say, oh, we've had it out there a while. Didn't you notice? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, their new, that's their new catchphrase. Didn't you notice? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, as long as they don't take it on, like, uh, as long as it doesn't take on the same stigma that it has for Ask. What, didn't you notice we're here? <laughs> exactly. I actually, <laughs> I actually had a friend. I don't know if everybody knows this, but Google's doing an interface redesign as well for their 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 um, SERP pages. They're going to actually kind of mirror what Bing is doing. I don't know if you've seen it or not, Ross, but you can go out <gasps> for Google Google's redesign, and they're going to have a left hand column 
I've searched. Uh, so your search results are going to be on the right side of a left-hand column, and you'll still have a right-hand column of ads. So you'll have a column on either side of your search results now. And people have been seeing it. I, I personally had a friend show show up on their site um, yesterday or the day before. So it's definitely being tested all over the place, and it's going to be interesting when that happens. Because hmm. I I'm, I'm I must be getting older or something, uh, but I, I don't like the idea of change. Yeah, Yeah, you're getting older. (laughs) I always tell people, look, if you're scared of change, there's one thing to think of. You can't get better if you don't change. Yes, there's no doubt about it. And and you know what? That is a perfect place for them to do work. I mean, they've got so much space. As long as they don't completely lose sight, that's a huge advantage. Oh, yeah. It's clean. It's very clean. Um, So a little more about page speed. there are a ton of tools out there that will help you determine what your site needs to uh, improve on. Pardon me, Google Webmaster Tools gives you a bit of a uh, overview in their labs section of your, your Google Webmaster Tools account. Uh, it's got the site performance report, mm-hmm. and it gives you in there a bit of a rundown. But there's also um, YSlow, a Yahoo uh, widget you can load into your Firefox. Actually, what it is, it's it's a it's a it's it's why is a site that you can report your stuff to and what it is is google's created a page excuse me a page speed tool that's really an add-on to firebug which is an extension to firefox so it's like this big convoluted thing you have to have firefox you have to have firebug installed and if you're an seo you should have firebug installed anyway um great great probably one of my favorite extensions for uh, firefox but what google did is they made a um, plugin that actually updates firebug to allow you to do these page speed testings through through your um firefox browser but it is interesting because there is a Yahoo, there's there is a Yslow, and Y yeah, and Yslow as well. Yeah, so they're all for Firebug and and to see the differences. But between the two between the two of them, you still get a lot of great tips. Um, often, uh, the most common I- issue by far um, is uh, gzip functionality. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those that don't know what that is, I, from what I understand, being and layman when it comes to server stuff or close to it, it's essentially a, you know like WinZip, like you, you've got that kind of a, a zip program to zip files. With this in this concept, the server zips the file, so it takes that much less time to load. Um, now that's page speed in terms of like download time, but they're also talking about, and this is really key. Um, every single piece or, or image on your page or anything that has to be um, checked online is a um, losing all my words. Uh, uh, anyways, it all takes time because I have to do DNS checks. They have to go to it, get it, come back. Go to it, get it, come back. So the yeah. less times that happens, the faster your page uh, resolves, which is another major right. issue. Yeah, and to that point, something when I was when I was going through the tools, and the great thing about the tool that Google created, when they give you your, your report card, so they give you like this report card of all these different items they analyzed with their tool, and each one has literally an A through F grade with 65, 70, 90, just like you would back in high school. And you can when you get this, you can click on each one of these items in the report card, and it takes you to a, a section on the Google site that explains exactly what that is, why it's important, what you can do to make it better and why that will help. It's like the most open Google's ever been about anything in their history, I think. It, it, it really impressed me. But one of the things I was reading that is like, wow, I didn't, I didn't even 
think of that. So when we go through design school and you're, you become a designer, they always tell you, you know, you know, make, optimize your images, make them as small as you can. And, um, you, you, if you have an image that's 16 by 16 pixels, make sure it's 16 by 16 pixels. You don't want to load a 250 by 250 pixel <laughs> in that same spot, right? Because it's yeah. big image in a little spot. You don't need that. Very but, common. Yeah, and that's everybody learned that, and that's the way everybody learned designing. They tell you no. If you're using that 250 by 250 picture somewhere else on your site and it's going to load anyway, put it in that 16 by 16 spot and size it using style sheets. That way, no matter what, you're always calling one image instead of different size versions of the of the same image, and you just pick the biggest one, and you load it once, and then you use it everywhere on your site. Hmm. I see what the logic is, but I don't see the logic in having, let's say, you had three images on your page, and they're all huge, showed rendered small. That's going to be a load time from hell. See, it depends. To me, when I hear that, I'm thinking, okay – we're talking graphic elements on your site. We're not talking like a photograph that's enhancing an article. That's going to be a one-off type of thing, and I agree completely. But if you have like a, a like a portrait of somebody on your site that's like an author, and on one page it's a 16 by 16 pixel, because and on another page it's a 36 by 36 pixel because it's a little bit more um, emphasized. Load the 36 by 36. You only have to load that once, and it's in your cache. No matter which page you go on your site, no matter which size is being called, it's already in your cache, and you've already loaded it. Yeah, you know, and I see definitely the wisdom in, in doing that. And you're right. In some cases, like I look at, I'm looking at my home page now, thinking that, and and think, you know, I've got my logo there, and that's pretty big. Well, anywhere else we show that logo, it would be a, probably a good idea to have that. Um, shrunken if we're ever showing it throwing showing it in a smaller version because it's already been loaded yeah um in fact when i did a page speech score for our site i mean i know there's stuff we still need to do but it said leverage browser caching so there you go that's probably part of the issue right there um combining css is massive because i guess each style sheet requires of course another dns lookup if that's what it's called uh, a grab essentially (laughs) server call is what i think server call thank you um so that's that's an issue. Well, uh, I mean, I've seen many sites. Most of my clients' sites have thirty, like not most, the big ones have like obscene amount of, of CSS. I'm like, yeah. uh, how are we going to condense those? I mean, that's just a nightmare. Yeah, it really would be a nightmare. Um, but but it it apparently it helps. <laughs> well, anyways, we got a lot got a lot to learn. I know our web designers certainly do that. We all work with, and uh, they better take yeah. a note of this because. Uh, Clients should be, will be, definitely, and should be now demanding um, a higher quality page layout in terms of quality, uh, speed. So let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to move on to some of the other points from Matt's uh, discussion. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. 
If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prweboffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts and we will deliver. God, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you aren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. Search for solutions Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, Director of Organic Search for Media. <laughs> Sorry, I keep doing that. Why is that funny? <laughs> and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. I'm just getting used to it. Yeah, see, see, I didn't laugh when you said CEO, but I'm going to start if you keep this up. <laughs> uh, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, so we were just talking about page speed, and, and honestly, it's going to come up a lot more over the next few shows, I'm sure, because there's going to be more and more info about it as it comes out, and it's... Frankly, very cool. I'm very happy with that and excited to get everyone's sites that much better. So do you want to take the next bit there? Um, actually, I was going to ask you to take that because I didn't read that part of the article. I was hoping you'd explain it to me. Sure. <laughs> well, first of all, um, uh, I was hoping you'd be able to explain what the get process is because I know that's something you've talked about. Like, it's You've actually mentioned a get process before, haven't you? Um, I, I think that we're talking about something a bit different here. Um, let's, let's explain what the question is so everybody understands what we're talking about first. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Google prefers the quote-unquote get process versus the head process to determine how fresh content is. Now, before you've mentioned the um, the get uh, conditional get right conditional get yes so what that is that's a setting on your server that allows the, the engines so the default most of the times in conditional get is the turns off so if you turn conditional get on on your server the the bots can hit a page and look and see when the last time that page was updated so it'll get the exact time and date and the next time it comes by if that time and date has not changed it'll just keep on going to the next page and it won't take the time to, to dig into that page deeper. Um, it speeds up the process. It, it allows the, if you don't have a lot of pages changing, but you have a very deep site, it allows the bots to get deeper into your site because they can bypass some pages and get to something they might not have already seen. Um, so that's a conditional get. It, it, the, the, there is an issue with conditional get if you're on a shared hosting environment because 
a lot of a lot of hosts that do the shared hosting for some reason or another it, they're either don't want to take the time to switch that over or if one person requests it they don't know how it's going to impact the other one so they don't do it um, yeah. it's it's much easier if you have your own your own your own machine on your own for your own sites to do that yeah. And I think we, we don't need to spend much more time on that. It was really quite technical. I just thought I'd write it down. But the, the, the point was that um, it, it seemed obvious that Google should just download the page and find out when it was last changed, that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. that's what they were saying. That the problem is by doing that, it was requiring uh, more um, server requests, which is just not worth their time because, of course, they're checking how many billions of pages. It's ridiculous. So um, the, the conditional get is the best way to go is essentially what they were getting at. Um, now, um, the next next bit, do you want to take that? We'll try and whip these off. That's All right, yeah, definitely. So I'm, I'm sure everybody understands what PR sculpting is. And if you, if you don't, basically that's the idea of using nofollows within your site to, to direct PR to specific pages and to, to block it from other pages. So if you have... If you have so much juice on a page, you want it to go to important pages, not pages you don't care about. So you block it for some and open it up for others. That's PR sculpting. Matt, in this interview, pretty much came close to calling that a spammy technique um, because of the fact that it leads the bots in different directions than the users can go. Yeah. Uh, so I, <laughs> I thought it was just funny. I, I mostly put yeah. it in there as funny, and I think we noted it again last time that it was just ironic because there was a time when Matt was saying it wasn't such a bad thing. He always did agree that it was. You know, there's other things that are more important in, in yeah. the kind of defense of Matt, but it's still <laughs> it's yeah. pretty funny how and, things have turned. And I don't think they're going to take the time to apply any kind of filters or spams if if you do if if I don't if I no follow links to my you know um, contact form because I don't want. To oh, send juice fine. there, they're not going to penalize me. They're not going to penalize you for doing some of it. I think maybe what he's talking about is people that go totally over the over the the, the wall and this kind of thing. And you know, every link on a page except two are no followed because we want all the juice going to these two. That kind of thing. Even though there's other navigation points that should be getting the, the flow as well. But no, we only want these two navigations because these are our primary target markets. That kind of thing. Yeah, maybe he's talking about that. I should qualify. He wasn't saying it in spammy in terms of a penalty, just that as a practice, it seems quite spammy. I thought that was a riot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if, if Matt says the word spam, it's yeah. like in his position, I guess. It's, you got to think, okay, if he's calling it spam, then there's a culture that he's developed in his area that means, okay, it's probably being looked at as spam. But again, it's this was kind of vague. Very vague, and, and if, if the, I would be very surprised if it's actionable spam. I think it's just sort of like, uh, what a silly technique kind of thing is the way they're looking at it. And, um, who knows? It, it was very intriguing. Um, another thing is PDF files. Uh, we're running out of time here, but PDF files are, are, are important. They absolutely do process them. But interestingly, and I, wanted, I put this in bold because I thought it was interesting. He actually prefaced this, like quickly prefaced, said, but I'm not going to talk about whether links and PDF p- files pass page rank. Now, why would he say that? I mean, he wasn't even prompted. Hmm. I'm not going to talk about whether links in PDF files pass page rank. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, I didn't take one of your French fries. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guilty conscience? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's something fishy going on there. Um, so that's something for everyone there. I thought it was intriguing. I took out of that interview. And the last one. Why don't you take the last one here and we'll, we'll lead to others, I guess, for... Uh, um, 
Nice. Or take one of the three. Oh, I get your pick. Is that right? Okay. Why is that? Yeah. Because you're director. Oh, thanks. I'm going to direct <laughs> us to number. Uh, <laughs> I have to read them there real quick. <laughs> the also one's kind of yeah. Yeah. Let's let's talk about number three. The also one. So he's talking about. I'm sure everybody understands that you can go in and you can report spam. And and they recently, in the past few months, actually talked about specifically reporting link spam. Spam, excuse me. And he said in this interview, quote, "Um, we might put out a call for people to report more about link spam, spam in the coming months. We have some new tools and technology coming online with ways to tackle that. And it's interesting to me because I've been seeing in the past couple months a lot of talk and chatter about a specific company that buys and sells links um, that, that's very open about the fact that they buy and sell links. That's be, people talk about them being targeted specifically. Um, and that hasn't happened in a while. I mean, they've been focusing on a lot of other things, but the, the buying of links and the link spam thing is coming back around I think in in the cycle as being something that's going to get looked at harder soon. Yeah, I agree. And uh, it, it was it's it's pretty much they want you to tell on your friends. Which yeah, is, which is not such a cool thing. But anyway, <laughs> they should be able to figure it out themselves. And tell on your competitors, and tell on the people that are above you in the search engine rankings. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it just sounds like a wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, that's the end of the show. Thanks a lot, John. Always fun. Can, before we close, can we talk about – I just want to mention Rhea Drysdale real quick. And, and people have probably already read about it, but if you haven't, um, just I know we're running out of time, but this deserves a couple minutes of our time. Rhea Drysdale recently was able to pretty much save our entire industry from the fact that uh, um, somebody was trying to trademark the term SEO. And she spent ten, fourteen thousand dollars of her own money. I mean, this is an independent contractor working out of her house. Could have bought a new car, but spent this money to protect the the, the SEO term from being trademarked by some other company, so none of us could use it without their permission. And I mean, if you go go to her site, um, Outspoken Media, on their blog. She has the whole story down there about um, the, the post is SEO trademark application terminated. I, I really think everybody who's listening should go read that and see what see what Rita did for us without any any asking for help or wanting money or donations. I mean, people have talked her into taking donations. I know I have I've given the donation. Um, if you feel free, but I really recommend you read that and then thank her because she deserves thanks from every one of us. Totally agree. And, and, you know, we had it there on the list there. I, was, I think we should spend a little more time again just mentioning it next time uh, to thank her. And, uh, you know, so it's not sort of the, the last thing we know because I know people might have already left the show here. But uh, it's it's definitely important. And uh, thanks from everyone for that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a popular lady now. Yes. <laughs> Even more so. Definitely. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, John. And uh, just so everyone knows, every Monday – at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, SEO 101 airs on webmasterradio.fm, either live or recorded, and, uh, but you can listen to it live. And uh, we look forward to any questions you could send in to us at Ross Dunn is my Twitter address, and yours is? John Carcutt. Two okay. T's. <laughs> Two T's. <laughs> Two T's. Are you going to change it to director, John Carcutt? Or? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Sorry. That's the last time. That's it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Take care, everyone. All right. Bye-bye, all.